Welcome to Three Tales Max, the chronicles of my life. And I'm putting this together for really my family. The reason I call this Three Tales Max is if you hear more than three of these tales at one time, I guarantee you you're going to say, that guy's lying, that cannot possibly be true. Well, this is the truth as I remember it. An autobiography, a recap of my life, the chronicles of Three Tales Max. Remember... It's not my fault. Oh, kids, man, you gotta love them. I love mine to death. You know, I remember when they were young. I remember that they're older, they're adults now. You just have all these kind of really fond memories of my children. Uh, I even remember, like, what was happening right before they were born. That kind of stuff. Um, it was, it was, it was a, just a warm and fuzzy kind of time, I guess. After Buck was born and before Chuck was born, you know, there was, uh, there was this thing going on where we always had a bear. Little sign card kind of a thing. And, you know, whenever somebody had a child that came home from the doctors or came home from the hospital with a child, the bear would be sticking in your front yard. The reason it all came about is because for a real bear, it used to show up in our neighborhood right before somebody was going to have a baby or somebody was pregnant. After Buck was born, before Chuck was born, Alice and I were out in the yard talking to some friends. Sure enough, a real bear once again appears, runs across the street, uh, just misses a car. It runs right by us. I actually had, when I saw the bear coming, I had asked Alice to get in in his vehicle, my truck, because who knows what this bear is going to do. He's coming running right at us. A little bit fearful, but yeah, whatever. The bear was the indicator that this neighborhood was going to have another child. Yeah, it's funny things to remember. I, re- I remember, you know, the boys had had this game. It was a handheld game. I could never remember the name of it. It was some kind of electronic game, and they ended up calling it Pong. For those of you that don't know what Pong is or have never seen Pong, it was one of the first video games that I was ever introduced to as, as a, an adult, I guess. Yeah, now, now that I'm an adult, you know, I have I've lost all kinds of inhibitions from being a child. But I also still carry on a fear from childhood. You know, these are just things that, that hang on to you. Oh, what's that fear? I'm afraid of Lassie. Yeah, still to this day, Lassie scares me. You know? But the good things, good things have really happened to our family. My children have gotten older. Uh, I, I have started a tradition uh, in our family uh, on Black Friday. Uh, Buck, Chuck, and I get together, and we make uh, nut rolls, and we make spaghetti sauce. Kind of celebrate our heritage uh, of the Polish side of mine and the Italian side of Alice's. Just something we do. The kids look forward to it. They still do it. They're adults right now. They have their own lives. They still come home on Black Friday to do this. Just fond memories. Our children were a little younger. Uh, they were probably grade school. I remember them going to take them to their first basketball game. It was a local college. We went there, and it was a girls' basketball game. We were watching a basketball game, and you know, as you would suspect, it's it's a it's a college. There's no beer or anything. There's no alcohol. So we're we're there. The two kids are having fun. You know, cheering it on, whatever. So you know, we get in the car, come home. Alice is, says to the boys, "Oh, Buck, Chuck, what did you like best?" about going to the basketball game with your dad? The answer, we like the popcorn the best. Oh, man. 
Never know when you're making a memory, right? Or what kind of a memory you're making. A very similar thing happened to, to, to us uh, when we went to the movies. I went to go see The Lion King. Uh, instead of the boys embarrassing me, I guess I kind of embarrassed them and myself. Uh, Lion King, I bet. Look, kids were young, you know, mortgage, two cars, insurance, no money, working all, you know, I was working three or four jobs at the time, going to school. It was ugly. I was tired. I didn't enough sleep. And went to Lion King, was sit down, and I immediately fell asleep. And I guess I started to snore. And I got the elbow from Buck, you know, I guess it was embarrassing. I would wake up and fall asleep again and snore. What can I say? Memories of Buck and Chuck. Memories of Buck and Chuck. Oh, they're great. I remember we were, I don't know, I don't know. We were, we were living in this one neighborhood, and some um, uh, international people lived behind us. Um, the great people, man. The great people. But their their son's name was Frut. Yeah, I said that right. Frut. F R U T. And I always said to Alice, "That's an odd name, you know. It's you know, what happens if you had somebody whose friend was Frut was you? You say go out and call him in for supper. You know, Frut, you come on in, get some to eat." That'd be weird, wouldn't it? Yeah. Just, you know, they're, they're, they're from a different country. They have different names and uh, lots of things, lots of kings. Was, Buck, let me tell you. We were on vacation one time, and we were, uh, we were at, uh, at a seaside resort, walking around. My uh, brother-in-law was there. What You don't know this, but my son, Buck, looks exactly like Alice's side of the family. I mean, almost, you would swear that Buck could be Alice's brother. They look so much alike. And uh, you know, in contrast to that, Chuck looks exactly like me. I mean, you, it's just uncanny how two children look so different. They look exactly like their parents. Like I said, we were at this seaside resort. Uh, Buck was walking around with his uncle, you know, my brother-in-law. And, you know, it's, you know, a seaside resort, everybody's trying to make a buck off of you. Not my son buck, but, you know, money buck. And so as this person comes up to, to my brother-in-law and says, Hey, why don't you let me take a picture of you and your son and I'll, you know, we'll give it to you or whatever. Something like that. I don't know. They're trying to get, they're trying to sell him a picture of him and his son. Well, my, my brother-in-law goes, that's not my kid. So I, I, you know, I don't want a picture. So the guy who's taking the picture is like, come on, buddy. You're going to tell me that that's not your son. I've heard a lot in my life, but that one won't fly because he looked exactly like him. What can I say? Yeah, oh, man. Just, just, just fond memories. Just fond memories. Um, and some embarrassing memories. You know, I'm not proud of them, but that's what this is for, right? I'm airing out all the stuff I'm not proud of. I vividly remember this and I was I mean it really did hurt me I was I was upset for months after this I thought my son was going to be snatched off the face of the earth what happened well Alice says to me Max you're in charge of Buck he's got golf lessons today you have to pick him up at seven o'clock tonight all right so obviously like I said before, there's a time in my life I'm you know, doing uh, doing my laundry. I'm trying to do jobs. I'm trying to to fix something. I'm trying to whatever. All these excuses in the world. 
what happens? Well, time gets away from me. And it's like 7.30. I was supposed to pick him up at 7. I'm about a 10-minute drive from where the lessons are. I got in my car and drove over there. Oh, man, I, the whole way over there, it's like, I know. I know somebody snatched him or he's walking around in some bad neighborhood or whatever. So I pull in, and there's this gravel road, and he's standing there with his head down, and he's kind of kicking the stones in a gravel road. He has his golf clubs with him. And, and he was only probably 10, 12 years old, maybe not even that old, maybe 8, 10 years old. I, I pull up to him and say, hey, Buck, how you doing? He looks at me, he's like, you forgot me, didn't you? You forgot me. I was going to have to walk home. It's like So it was a 10-minute drive. It's like you know, five miles for him to walk home, and he had no idea which way home was. Thank God he stayed there and let me pick him up. Yeah. Not, not, not a great moment in my life. Yeah. Uh, and Buck also, the funny thing, yeah, it just never stops with, with, with your kids and your memories that you're making. Uh, Buck was a teenager. Uh, I might have been out of high school, I don't know. But anyways, I come home from work one day. I'm still working two jobs. I'm still going to school. Things are just busy and hectic. And I'm, you know, I'm there, but sometimes I'm not there, uh, mentally speaking. So I come home from work one night, walk in the door, and, and it just so happens it was my birthday, right? I mean, it was actually my birthday. I was, and I, you know, I don't celebrate my birthday. Alice never celebrates my birthday. But I walk in, and here are these two young women standing in my house. I look at them, and I'm thinking, wait a minute. Alice, birthday, two young women, I'm coming home late? I like you know I was like this this doesn't compute why why would somebody do this into the rooms like hey you know hi hi how you doing Sally and Patsy let's go you know I'm glad you met my mom or my dad I was like oh geez yeah I feel like a you know feel like a scumball you know was like why are these two women standing in my house on my birthday I my mind went about forty places and just weird stuff weird stuff. And Chuck's no better. I've been mean, talking about Buck, but Chuck's no better. Uh, I have great memories, and I have oddball memories of, of, of Chuck and embarrassing memories of Chuck. Uh, you know, I have some some fond memories. Uh, one time he says to uh, Alice, he says, you know, I'm like my dad. I'm like, yeah? Why are you like your dad? He's like, I have an M. Now, you don't know Chuck, but he's kind of quiet when he's younger. And what? Alice and I look at him. He's like, the M? What are you talking about, the M? He says, yeah, I've got the M. I'm like, well, what is that? Well, here's my hairline on top of my head. You know, I'm, I'm, I have a receding hairline. I, I still have hair. Even to this day, I still have hair. But I have like this, when I, if I were to bend my head down and towards you, it, my hairline would make an M. Yeah, like, I mean, kids see everything. And they're just, it's crazy. They just, they just see and hear things and say things. And uh, I don't know. Like I said, Chuck is a, kind of a quiet kid, and his brain is working. He's like a like a, the analogy of a, you know a duck on a pond. Above water, it's all calm, but underwater, the the, the feet are going crazy. That's kind of the way Chuck is. Uh, and you know, it, it's bad things sometimes. I've seen him go someplace somewhere, and, and you know, people. He has real curly hair. He has long curly hair, like shoulder hair, shoulder length curly hair. Even when he was a young boy, um, and. All this curly hair and, and people just really like it, you know. And especially um, elderly people, they just, you know, they like curly hair. And they will walk up to 
to Chuck, and he'll they're like, "Oh, aren't you a cute little boy?" And they'll touch his hair. Oh, I saw somebody touch his hair one time. Chuck kicked him. It's like you know, it's just embarrassing stuff. They're trying to be nice to your kid, and you know, back then, Chuck didn't like to have anybody touch him. He just was a kid that did not like to be touched. Uh, he got the nickname the helicopter. How does that happen? Well, we used to be. Before he could walk or talk, you would be holding him. He didn't like that. He just started to spin like an alligator in a death spin, like the props on a helicopter. He'd start to spin to get out of your hands. If you weren't holding on to him, you'd drop him on the floor. Right? <laughs> Chuck, man, he's just, he's just a different kind of kid. But they're all really great memories. They're really great memories. I can remember one time we were going to someplace, and, and Alice says, oh, let's stop in this gift shop. You know, So we pull in there, look around. And Alice says, well, Buck, Chuck, what do you say we go in? And Chuck's like, I don't want to go in there. And Alice says, why not? I, says, I can tell from here, there's nothing but soap and flowers in there. And that's his way of saying it's a gift shop. And so that kind of stuck. We've been talking soap and flowers for years after that. You know, you just never know. You just never know about your children. And, and I'm, you know, I'm bragging. You know, I'm, I'm telling you how much I love my kids. I'm telling you how much they've done and made a memory on me, and hopefully I've made a memory on them. Um, I remember one time we were coming home. Uh, at the time, my parents lived probably an hour, hour and a half from where I was living. It was real late at night. It was over the weekend, and we went to go see our, my, you know, the grandparents, my mom and dad. And Buck and Chuck were in the back seat of the car. It was dark, quiet night. We're going home, and I, we thought they were asleep. Alice and I thought the kids were asleep in the back. So it pulled into my house, and all of a sudden, clear as a bell, you know, Chuck says, 104. And Alice, I looked, he's 104, what's that about? And Chuck's like, that's how many cars we passed from Grandma and Granddad's to home. He said, you just... You never know what's going through their head. You just don't know where it's coming from, what it's going to be. It's a treat, man. It is a treat. Hey, you have these all these memories. I have great memories of Buck and Chuck as children, as adults. Uh, I've had a, I, I have to admit, I've had a really, really great family life with my with my kids and Alice. Uh, one, of, one of the things that probably you know I remember the most about Chuck is one time I, I uh, came home from work it was around the holidays and, and uh, Alice had been cooking and she had made some cookies and brownies and I don't know what all well you know the kids know me from you know they know me about half from Halloween you know they go to bed after Halloween and they get up and half their candy's gone because you know, Max hit it. Dad's going on and going at it, right? So Chuck decides he's going to solve that problem. He writes a little note. I still have it today, and it's framed. It says, Dad, please don't eat the brownies. I always say, you never know when you're making a memory, but it also flips the other side around. The kids never knew when they were making a memory with me, Alice. Enjoy them. They don't come all the time, but when they come, you've got to enjoy them. This is the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned a little something about me and my life. 
And remember, it's not my fault.